0: Welcome to the Mindset Medicine Podcast. I'm Catherine Lucadu, and this is where we're going to talk about mindset, momentum, business mastery, business marketing, growth strategies, and shifting your mindset toward really achieving your goals and dreams. So let's get started. Have you started your business planning? Because if you have, I want to undo some of the things that you may be inserting into it. I know, it sounds crazy. Good morning, this is Catherine Lucadu, and I have been thinking about one part of the business planning process that I have to say I don't agree with. I have a business planning process that's going to be going on in 30 minutes here with my agents. And what we do is They tell us everything, you know, it's a review and then it's a look forward and it's a, where are we now? And I know the topic of balance is going to come up and the balance, the work life balance, it comes up every year and every year, I think it is looked upon incorrectly. And here's why. What I'd like to do is give you a little example And as most of you know, I was a teacher and professor before I got into real estate and when you're a teacher and you're walking into the classroom day after day, and when I got to university level, there were times where I was actually teaching the same course three times in a day, the exact same course. So here's the thing and I am gonna talk about work and life balance, but I'd like to just talk about balance because I don't think that we have to segregate work and life and put everything into these individual boxes. So when I would teach these three courses, which it's the same course and I did it three times, how do you freshen it up? How do you not become bored? Because here's the thing, as a teacher, you're standing in front of the classroom and you're teaching a lesson. If you find what you're teaching boring, can you imagine how the students feel on the receiving end? So when that would happen, I would literally close the book Put it down and I was never that teacher that sat behind the desk. I would actually sit on the desk when I taught because I really wanted to have a connection with students and I would say to them, I know that we have curriculum that needs to be covered but let's talk about this today and we would actually just spend time together getting to know each other and talking So now I'm going to bring that into your work-life balance. The entire time that I lived in Europe, out of necessity, I had to be working two to three jobs at a time. I mentioned that in a post last week. When you have two small kids, balance is definitely not there. So here's what concerns me is, When I have agents tell me that part of their business plan is to create a more balanced life, I think what people have in mind is a scale and things have to be equal when we talk about balance between life and business. The problem that it's not because we will go through different seasons of life where there will be more weight on one thing more than another. So there will be times, and why don't we take the real estate market? There will be times when we have very high busy seasons. Um, If we take 2020, I would say that the last six months have been very, very busy. So to try and balance work and life during those six months when Out of necessity the majority of people are working. What happens is that you start to feel guilty, you start to feel bad, then you start to feel frustrated and overwhelmed. And the frustration and overwhelm isn't actually from the amount of hours that you're putting into work. The frustration and overwhelm comes when you start feeling guilty about the number of hours that you're spending outside of the house and maybe not with your kids or your spouse or family. The stress and overwhelm comes when during those work hours, you haven't taken some time to sit back and breathe. Sort of like me throwing that textbook on the side and saying, let's just connect. Rather than thinking of life and work as a scale that needs to be equally balanced, I would like you to consider thinking of it as quality versus quantity. As a young mother working two to three jobs and having young kids, what I learned to understand is that I knew I had to work and probably my my guilt wasn't the fact that I wasn't spending enough time with my kids, it was if I gave up one of those jobs and enough money wasn't coming in the house, that's when I was going to feel guilty that I wasn't contributing enough to the household. So what I learned early on is that if I could spend quality time with my kids when they were with me, then the time that I had to spend, whether it was at work Whether it was completing my master's degree, which let me tell you, when you're working two jobs and you're completing a master's degree in the evenings, it's tough. It is killing some days because you're so tired. But I always had a goal in mind, and this is where feeling comes in. And this is where I'm going to, I'm going to include feeling with the quality aspect of what I'm talking about. So because I didn't have the luxury to spend a lot of time with my young kids, the quality time I had with them, I wanted them to have a feeling that I was there with them. I was present with them. We didn't have a lot of the distractions back then. And I mean, I'm not that old and they're not that old, but I find that the distractions these days, are far more and and they come at you faster than they used to. We still had cell phones and Facebook was 2007 and I had Facebook back then as well, but we weren't as obsessed with it as we are now. So the time that I had with them was spent with them. There were no other distractions. You know, if you were to think back yourself, Times that you remember being a child, and let's go back to school for a moment, shall we? We remember primary school. And did you have times in primary school where the teacher would say, you know what? Today's a movie day, or we're gonna spend this class watching a movie. And they would wheel in that big TV on the stand with the wheels. Or maybe rather than being in class, you were gonna go outside and play dodgeball. The teachers were doing that, because there has to be a balance between the the work and the play. And they're not going to be equal hours. I mean, if you could count on your hand how many times you actually went outside to play dodgeball, or Red Rover, if you remember that game, um, or watching a movie, or going to the gymnasium because it was a student of the month assembly, or whatever the case was, The times weren't equal, but you do remember those times when it wasn't work. Your children are the same and your family is the same. If you can create your balance being quality versus quantity and the feelings that are associated with it, then a lot of your guilt that you may feel in trying to create this work-life balance that will just never balance will start to become a whole lot easier. You know, before we were gonna move back to Canada, um, my oldest son was uh, seven. And I decided that rather than just dropping him in a Canadian school that he had never been at, I mean, it was a new country he was going to, I was gonna homeschool him and I was going to homeschool him with the curriculum he needed to go into grade five. So I looked up all the information, found what I needed to teach him, and uh, and then we started. If you were to ask him what he remembers, he doesn't remember the work that I gave him. He remembers the projects that we were doing together. So for example, I had to teach him how to sing O Canada because in my mind, I thought in primary school here, they were still singing O Canada in the morning, which I think he did for a couple of years. Um, he was going to a Catholic school, so I taught him the Our Father, the prayer. Then we came to, um, we were learning about Inuits and, um, and different regions around Canada. So what I had him do was create soap sculptures um, out of bars of soap that were, you um, Inuit statues and polar bears and then I would teach with him about that. If you ask him what he remembers about me homeschooling him, he's going to tell you he remembers carving um, figurines out of soap because we sat there doing that together. So this is my point for this morning and it's a little motivation Monday but it's not so much motivation. I would like you to rethink your perspective because from the standpoint of a woman, we put a lot of stress on ourselves to get everything done, to do it well, to look good, to do our job well, to cook well, to, to do everything the way it should, it's supposed to be and should be, and you know raise perfect kids, and we want them to be good in school, and so on and so on. That's a lot of pressure. And so on top of that, if you're trying to figure out how to balance life and work, it's never going to be equal because the hours in the day don't allow for it to be equal. You know, if you have an office job and you work nine to five, well, you're already there eight hours a day. By the time you come home, kids go to bed three hours later. So rather than feeling guilty about that, What if you just spend one quality hour, you know, rather than putting them on an iPad or in front of a television, which I know is easy, and you're tired after a long day of work, maybe just spending one-on-one time with them, doing a project, think back to when you were a child. It was the one-on-ones. It was the focused attention on nothing else but that child or you as a child that you remember. And whether that came from your parents or an aunt or an uncle, those are the things that you remember. So rather than creating a business plan now and inserting that statement, trying to find more balance in my life, why don't you sort of take that apart a little bit and decide what that means for you Do you feel that you're out of balance because you haven't given yourself enough time during the day to actually breathe? Here's a little tip. Every human being after 52 minutes of focused, intentional work actually needs 10 to 15 minutes to not think about it, not answer an email, not answer a phone call, just to clear your mind every 52 minutes of focused work. Now, if you're just kind of going here and there and whatever, it's not the same thing. But if you're really concentrating, you know, I know when I, when I am creating um, a presentation where I'm going to be speaking to a brokerage, you know, and I get on that computer and I'm gonna start creating my presentation, after 52 minutes or at least an hour, I have to stop, get up, walk around, and then come back to it, because your mind needs that break. So maybe you're not allowing your mind or your brain to get that break during the day that it needs, that by the end of the day, at the end of your eight hours or six hours or however many hours that you've been working straight, you're not giving yourself that time that you need to de-stress or bring yourself down. If you work at an office and then you're coming home, before you get home, go through the events of the day, but now try and leave it there, leave it in the car, leave it at your office and walk into your home without bringing all that baggage with you. Because if the quality time you have with your family is just two to three hours, bringing that baggage with you is no longer creating quality time there. Back when I was teaching, if the times that I was putting that that textbook aside, and then I was just gonna go and start talking about more stuff to do with school, well, that defeated the purpose of me putting the textbook down and just concentrating on those students, who they are, what they liked. Why is it that we love going on vacation? Because we get to put work aside and concentrate on life. So what if we take that feeling and it's the feeling that we're we're trying to achieve. It's not actually the hours, it's the feeling. So what if you try and achieve that feeling during the week, rather than saying, I'm waiting for Saturday, I'm waiting for Sunday. What if during your busy work day, you just take off a half hour, an hour, go walk outside. Pick up a book, listen to a podcast, do something that doesn't, that actually disconnects you from everything else around you. What you're going to find is that scale that you have been trying to balance for all these years will find its balance because you're feeling inside about the quality time that you're putting in for yourself or your kids even though it doesn't balance the amount that you're working, which is usually out of necessity, will in the end end up making you feel better. Now I speak from years of experience of doing this. We all love going on vacation. 2020 has been a year where that wasn't possible. So rather than sitting back and saying, well, This is what happened and look, we didn't get to go anywhere and now I feel stressed and overwhelmed. That's not why you feel stressed and overwhelmed. It's because you haven't been giving yourself the quality time during these last few months that you need, your brain needs. You have to find that feeling again. The feeling that you have on vacation, you can find it here at home, but you have to take the time to disconnect and focus on something that is quality related. You will always feel out of balance in your life if you're doing work that you don't find engaging. So that's the other side of the coin, is that when you are at work, in order to make it feel less like a task and more rewarding, I just got to check because we have a meeting shortly, You really need to decide what part of that work you find engaging, you are passionate about, you find enjoyable and meaningful. And if the way that you're doing your business isn't helping you achieve that, then that's what you may wanna relook and rethink in your business plan. That's how I'm going to be approaching it with my agents, is that we are not just going to take How much do you want to make? How are we going to get there? Because we can do that. I have been doing that for years in my own business, which has been very, very good. But there's a little bit more to the story. And if we're going to look at our business, then we have to look at life at the same time. Because in order to be successful in business, in order to be a high performer in business, you have to be a high performer in life as well. It's not one over the other. They work together. So the question is how do we help make it work together? These are some of the things I'd like you to think about this week as you are creating your business plans going into 2021. Because it may just be a shift in your mindset, it may be a shift in your thinking rather than thinking about the way that you've been doing things all along, because there is a saying that what you don't know, what you don't know. Take it from someone who has led a very busy, productive life for the last 25 years. And somehow, it actually doesn't feel hard anymore. Sure, there are days when I have long days, There are days when I have a lot to get done, but it doesn't have to be every day. I will be holding a webinar on December 10th where I'm going to be talking about 10 ways to become more productive, but less stressed. So how to work smarter, but not harder. And there is a way to do that. Have a wonderful week ahead. I will post the link below to that webinar and you can sign up if you like. There's no fee. It's going to be me opening my book and showing you how I have managed to work two to three jobs. I've also owned two to three businesses at a time. I've also worked jobs and owning businesses. How did I do it? And how have I managed to keep going and actually get better year after year? how does that happen? I will explain it all to you on December 10th at 1.30pm and I'll drop the link below. Have a wonderful week and take some time to really focus and think about how you want 2021 to go. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mindset Medicine. I hope you have found this helpful. If you would like to hear it again, just visit Katherine Lukiru coaching.com and this podcast and all the previous ones I've done are all there along with other courses that are free that may help you out as well. Bye for now.